Welcome, friends, to the Learning the Way to Calvary podcast. I am Lissa, your host. Let's begin with a prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. This episode is on St. Josemaria Escriva, who lived from 1902 to 1975. St. Josemaria was declared a saint on October 6, 2002 by Pope St. John Paul II, and his feast day is June 16th. He is a patron of Opus Dei and Diabetics. I will be reading a section from Saints for the Sick, Heavenly Help for Those Who Suffer by Joan Carol Cruz and we'll have the information in the show notes as well as where you can purchase the book. Jose Maria was one of six children born to Jose and Dolores Escriva in Barbastro, Spain. When the young boy was 12 years old, the family moved to Longorno for economic reasons. In the last days of 1917, Jose Maria realized a first calling to the priesthood when he saw footprints left in the snow by a passing monk. He studied in both Longorno and Zaragoza and was ordained in the latter on March 28, 1925. After serving as a parish priest, he moved to Madrid in 1927 to study law. Two years later, we find him creating for laypeople an organization known as Opus Dei, Latin for God's Work. Through this movement, Jose Maria meant to help Catholics learn that sanctity can be achieved without abandoning the secular life. During the infamous Spanish Civil War of 1936 to 1939, Jose Maria went into hiding to escape persecution by anti-clerics. Yet, he continued to risk his life in order to minister to faithful Catholics. When hostilities ended, he resumed his studies for a doctorate in law and was often invited by bishops to preach spiritual retreats to the clergy. Another organization founded by the Holy Priest was the Priestly Society of the Holy Cross, begun in the year 1943. Jose Maria moved to Rome in 1946 and obtained his doctorate in theology. Pope Pius XII acknowledged Escriva's work by granting Opus Dei his official approval on June 16, 1950. The Pope also honored him by appointing him consultor to two Vatican congregations, and he was made an honorary member of the Pontifical Academy of Theology. About this time, Jose Maria had already been suffering for 10 years from serious diabetes, but we are told that he was miraculously cured and that, with the restoration of his health, he continued to encourage membership in Opus Dei throughout Spain, Portugal, Mexico, and South America. By the time of his death, Opus Dei was known on five continents with a membership of 60,000 members of 80 nationalities. Jose Maria wrote a number of spiritual works and was considered a saint before his death on June 26, 1975. His cause was introduced six years later, and he was canonized by Pope John Paul II on October 6, 2002. During the canonization ceremony, the Pope made the following observation. With supernatural intuition, St. Jose Maria 
untiringly preached the universal call to holiness and apostolate. Christ calls everyone to become holy in the realities of everyday life. Hence, work too is a means of personal holiness and apostolate when it is done in union with Jesus Christ. Saint Jose Maria is one of the saints that I have actually heard about in this book, Saints for the Sick. And it did surprise me to learn that he had diabetes. Um, I've known a couple of individuals with diabetes, and I can honestly say I'm not sure what they mean by serious diabetes. Um, But at the time, I'm guessing it also was a little bit more difficult to manage um, than now due to the advances in technology we have now. But it does not take away the suffering of somebody with a chronic illness, of course. As mentioned, um, they during this time when he was awarded so many um, honors and he had his his lay group Opus Dei um, officially approved by the Pope, he had been suffering for 10 years of diabetes. So during all his suffering, during all this time, he was still active in the church as in any ways that he could. Um, I think that it, as somebody who also struggles with health issues, I am always amazed at the strength that some people, that people have just to be able to live their daily life, um, continue to do great things. Um, and when I say great things, it could be as quote unquote small as just being the best parent or sibling or teacher or whatever you may you're called to in life as you can and because the sufferings that come with chronic illness is well quite debilitating at times it may not be at all there might be times where you aren't experiencing uh, the symptoms as severely and so you can easily perform your duties but then there are the days when it almost doesn't matter um how hard you try your body is just completely against you and you cannot perform as you would hope and so i believe in jose maria's case that is an an example to us how God can do great things through people who are suffering or have challenges whether physical or otherwise in their life and that it's not our own strengths and abilities that um, bear great fruit it's God's work through our weaknesses as stated in scripture and so it's just a reminder that we are here for a reason And that through prayer and uh, looking at the opportunities that pose themselves in our daily lives, we can fulfill the um, role God has designed us for. And it is only through his strength, not our own, that these things happen. And one, another thing that is very, that I have been aware of, through about saint jose maria 
through his writings and hearing, sorry, that's my cat in the background, um, is that each of us, no matter where we are, whether we're clergy, laymen, religious, we're all called to be saints. We're called to an everyday holiness. And it's not easy and it's hard. Some of us are how well we may feel like we're sidelined because of our circumstances our illnesses but that is exactly where god wants us so that he can sanctify us so that through our yes to him for daily holiness and daily accepting of our crosses and challenges we can draw closer to god and become the saints he designed us to be and meant us to be and all, all of our actions on a daily basis may not be saint-like, um, but as I'm hoping that this podcast and learning about these saints show, it's not the small failures that are that are the most prominent in our lives to watch for. It is the small victories, the daily yes. When you feel horrible and somebody asks you to do something for them that's small, that's going to be a challenge, but it is doable. And you say yes to that. That is God's saint, are his actions, his words in our life, sanctifying us. And through these small yeses, we learn to deny ourselves, take up our cross daily, and follow him. And that is vital for our souls, our sanctification. Um, it's very easy, very easy to be filled with self-pity and just be morose and or morose and just wanting to just feel sorry for ourselves and wait until we are better or we're in remission, or our symptoms are just a little bit later before, sorry, it's still my cat, um, before we do what we think God is asking us to do, the big things, but he is actually calling for us in the hardest moments to go, yes, Lord, I will do what I can. Yes, Lord, I love you. Yes, Lord, through you, I will love my neighbor. And so I just wish to encourage each one of you that no matter what's going on, where you are, you're where God wants you, not because you're suffering, not because your situation sucks, but because God is there with you and he's still just loving you and keeping you in existence through that love, with that love. And he's just waiting for you to repeatedly at every moment of every day going, yes, Lord, I love you. And so I would like to thank each of you for your time. Please pray for our community members. We are praying for you. May God bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. <laughs>